have your head. <laughs> Alright, so we're officially going? Okay. Wait. I'm leading this shit. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so we've been going to a new gym lately. <laughs> and something happened recently that I wanted to talk about. It's a good jumping off point for a topic that... What? You... You always sound like you're doing stand-up. I'm not doing stand-up. I know. I'm fucking, <laughs> I, I'm not very, this is something that I need to work on, especially with this podcast, not very good at like seamlessly transitioning into like, yeah, let's have a casual conversation that's basically like I based on my notes. You're just a punchy human being. So, like, I think you'd be good at stand-up. That's all I'm saying. All right, I'll okay, work I'm on sorry. it. I'm <laughs> sorry. Well, I'll test my stand-up with this story. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we've been going to the gym recently, and I overheard a very loud conversation between a trainer and his trainee, uh, who is also a dude. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they were having a, a conversation about football, but it was basically they were bonding over the fact that they both don't like watching football. And I was like, oh, that's unique. Cool, I guess. Like, you don't hear that every day from a couple of gym heads. A couple of Americans, too. A couple of American gym heads. And, uh, you know, uh, well, the trainer was talking about how, like, yeah, I'd rather be playing it than watching it. That's like, that's like watching someone else eat. What the hell is that about? One of those sort of takes. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we've heard that shit with, like, streaming and everything else. So, oddly, like, going into the cuck territory, but, like, sounds a bit like projection. Like, like he's scared right, people right. will know <laughs> that he enjoys right, right. watching. I only ever like doing. I only do it. Yeah. I would never. What? That's Why like the hell would I watch eat? Game of Thrones? I'd rather get into an intense sword fight myself. <laughs> Not sexual, parentheses. Uh, but that wasn't the weird part. The weird part was when the other guy, the trainee, was like, I actually like going to the games because I like the atmosphere. And before he could finish the word atmosphere, the trainer was like, no, that's the worst. He was like, uh, the food's more expensive and everyone there uh, is acting like they're in a gang. And I was like, what the fuck? Where is this going? And then he started talking about the jerseys and, like, how everyone, you know, is on a different side there. And then he transitioned it into, and I think this was kind of the goal the whole time, is he wanted, like, a rant topic, mm -hmm. which I can relate to. I like a good rant topic. Um, but this one I couldn't relate to, this particular topic. He, he then said, after saying, uh, it's like all these guys are in a gang. Uh, I would never... Uh, I think if you're wearing another man's name on your shirt, that man should be able to fuck you whenever he wants. Which I have to say. This is in a was, gym. I this was, is in a fucking public gym a, that he says this. A public gym. We were in a room, just to like fully like have the setting set. We were in a room that's like kind of closed off. It's pretty big. Like I would say like a quarter of a gymnasium. Mm -hmm. And we were like stretching. So there was like nowhere to go. Music doesn't play or anything. And uh, I had left the room. I had heard them uh, bonding over not liking football. But I had left the room when the you should be able to fuck <laughs> him whenever you want comment was made. Which I'm not sure if that was intentional or not. Right. Like, but I had to relay this story to Anissa yeah. after it happened. I was like, you'll never fucking guess. Because they were being loud before she left. Yeah. And it was a bit of a meme. But when she came back, I was like, all right, I got some juicy little tidbits to share. <laughs> I know. It's it's very weird because my dad, when we were growing up, he used to make uh, this cute little joke all the time about how, like, uh, we would go to a sporting event and somebody would be wearing, like, a, I don't know, like a fucking Taylor Hall jersey. And he'd be like, well, what's Taylor Hall doing in the stands? You should be in the game. But, like... I can't imagine my dad a proper like, dad joke. Like yeah, yeah, like a proper dad joke. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if my dad like pointed to like a guy and was like, Taylor Hall should be able to fuck that guy oh, right that is now? So painful. Like, what, what does that mean? I well, and, I, I I okay, so I come from this world, so I totally understand how the brain can arrive there. Mm -hmm. 
it's definitely a lot of insecurity and weirdness. Yeah. Um, the, uh, like, because I don't know. Like, I even to this day still feel a little bit weird about the concept of, like, even just being part of a team. Like, wearing a jersey, oh. representing someone else's, like, accomplishments and their their shit. It's, like, their shit. And I don't want to feel, like, a poser necessarily. Do you think if you came at it from the angle, because, like, for example, I wear band T-shirts because mm. they did something for me yeah. that, you know, made my life better. And I like wearing it to honor what they've done for me mm. and also just, like, signal to other people, like, hey, oh, did yeah. you find I'm already there. Thing? You don't have to convince oh, yeah. me. I'm already <laughs> okay. there. I'm just trying to, like, draw a line okay. how, okay. how you can arrive you're, at the... You're like Charlie Day with the red... Yarn, right, right. You're like then. exactly. <laughs> okay, so it's an insecurity thing. It's an insecurity thing, and it's like I think it is highlighted specifically by the like, you know, like another. It's like the the beta alpha dynamic or something like that. Oh, this is the guy who's who's doing shit. He's out there making bank. He's fucking women. He's doing X, Y, and Z mm. better than you. Mm. Why are you now going to be his little? fucking cheerleader oh i think that's the idea that's a sad rather than thinking like i just fucking like it's not that complicated you're the one making like a weird porn plot out of it yeah it's like you these people who are athletes spend their whole life training and do exceptional things and it's cool to like be able to like say like i look up to this person mm -hmm. like i don't i don't know why it's weird to look up to people i i think that like I don't know. It makes me sad that some people like make that a right. A, a, and an it's it's nice thing. because it's actually like at least for the the like football player, baseball player, whatever sports hero. Mm -hmm. It's like we clearly are in a culture where we like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like we like superheroes. We like looking up to people, and we like you know acknowledging them for doing something great. Yes. It doesn't have to be fucking weird. Yeah. And when they made jerseys, I kind of looked it up. And it's like, it's pretty recent. Like, people, mm -hmm. the uh, the thing of, like, people wearing jerseys to games and, like, everyone shows up. When we go by the Seahawks Stadium or the Mariner Stadium, it's like, there's everyone, it's like a sea of people doing this. Yeah. And uh, none of them think it's weird because it isn't weird. It's literally it the same. It comes from a place of, like, I just... Fuck it. it. Like, it's not complicated. I just support the team. Yeah. I just have fun with it. Well, like, Seattle's whole thing is, like, the 13th player or whatever. The 12th. Whatever. Well, <laughs> I don't know anything well, about Well, I was going to fucking say a joke about oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, my know. joke was that I the, – the closest I've gotten to where sporting someone's merch, mm. like a football team's merch, was in a pinch I bought, like, a pack of uh, Seahawks-branded uh, oh, face yeah. masks. Yeah, yeah. And we were in San Diego for something. I had my Seahawks face mask in this Uber, uh, in this Uber, and um, the Uber driver said something to me like, "You 12? and I was like, the first thing in my head was like, "I'm not a cop." Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not a cop. <laughs> uh, and I was like, uh, "I don't." And he was like, "Yeah, 12, tw uh, uh, 12th fam or fan or, or 12th, 12th player." player. Is what it is. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of this, Dane? Uh, no, I I don't know anything about football. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know a, anything. I'm about more of a basketball either. person. I don't even know anything about like the local. Like I haven't Scene. been in Seattle long enough. Mm. Right. Well, Seattle specifically has is known for I think having one of the things is like the loudest fans. They like break mm. the records for the like the loudest cheering. Yeah. Um, I guess that's something that's measured. <laughs> Uh, and then the other one is specifically highlighting the fans' uh, uh, ability to, like, or I guess their position amongst the team, which is, like, they're the 12th player on the field, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, although so when loud. I, oh. Yeah. That's what it is. So it's, like, very effective. They are, like, you know, and that's why they have, I think a lot of them have 12 on the jersey. Yeah. That's the whole point. And so it kind of actually sidesteps the whole, I guess, accusation of you have a, another man's name on your shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah, I'm the fucking fan. Yeah, I'm number 12, bitch. Yeah. But it's also, it's really cool because I, you know, as somebody who played team sports in front of audiences before, like, it is so true that, like, 
the audience can make a huge difference, um, especially to goaltenders. Mm. Like you're just sitting there. You can't even be distracted by anything. You're just like letting it eat away at your fucking brain. It's so bad to the point where I think you can Google it. If you Google my name in lacrosse. Um, I, d- I shit the bed in a game, a really big game. What does that mean, shit the bed? Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's, uh, in sports terminology, it means like just fumbling horribly, like yeah. doing very poorly in a game. Like shitting the bed is like I just performed like as bad as possible, mm. which was like. And this was for hockey? Lacrosse. lacrosse. And I was a goaltender in lacrosse. And I was playing on a men's junior team, which is junior is 16 to 21. And um, I hadn't played against this team before. And it was a small town. And their whole uh, the whole town comes out, including all the high school kids and stuff. And it had gotten out that there was a female goalie in the league, which was me. And it was a playoff game. It was a really big game. And um, the some of the kids showed up with, like, signs, you know, call me a whore and like other really horrible shit the stands were like booing me and i was like i'm not like even talking about i'm getting like emotional because it was fucking scary yeah like it was scary and i i told my coach i was like i don't want to play today expecting that no i mean i knew they were active you've you've obviously like up until that point you had had a bunch of games yeah with the team yeah but that hadn't happened yet? Was, Not like that. Was it like a – did you say it was an important game? Was it a yeah, playoff thing? playoff game. Okay. And it was like final. Like it was the okay. game to decide whether or not we were going to so go. So it was a more important game. It was a big game. Okay. And we hadn't – I hadn't played against this team because the one game that we did – this was the like last place team. This was a bad team. And I didn't play the game that we played against them because we had a backup goalie. His name was like – Nick Dragon, which I always remember because it was a fucking cool name. <laughs> and um, he played that game. I, I was sick or something. I can't remember. So, like, this was my first game playing at, at, at their arena and home arena advantage, like I was saying with the 12. Like, that, it's it's a lot, especially if you're something like a goaltender or, I guess, in football, it would be like a quarterback. Right. Um, but it was every single ball was going in the net it, it was almost like i was moving out of the way yeah. i i think it was like it was so Anissa bad has described this story to me a number of times and when she does it it, it does feel very depressing it especially when it's like yeah it's just like when you think things can't get any worse kind mm-hmm. of moment where it's like you've had a bad game yeah but it's like oh holy shit it's like reaching new levels of bad it was so bad that the refs came up to me and they were like trying to comfort me as an adult. Like I was like 18. I was like, a, right. I was, the refs were like, it's okay. You know, it happens. And I'm like, I swear to God, I'm not this right. bad. Because you have this yeah. chip on your shoulder. Well, and then it gets worse because then you're like, oh, now they're talking to me. Yes. I've never been talked to by yes. the refs. I must be doing really bad. It was bad. And then, so then I pulled myself, which when a goalie pulls themselves, that's when you right. know you're really in trouble. So they put Nick in, who was like, uh, not the preferred goalie, but in that moment, obviously. Yeah. Um, this was Nick Dragon. This was Nick Dragon. And he goes in. Shout and, out Nick Dragon. <laughs> shout out to him. I don't know if see it. But he goes in, and he's he's like um, a bigger guy. And he was cold. He, ha- he hadn't been warmed up. It was like a period in. And he dropped to his knees on a shot, and I heard him yell. And I was like, oh, fucking shit. He had blown his knee out. So the guy who was supposed to, like, be my relief had injured himself. So I got thrown back in. Right. I got thrown back in, and then I had two more periods of, like, the worst. It was hell because it's, like, 40 minutes total. My Wait, whole team was During mad. the game, you had you had two periods? I had two whole periods. I bled <laughs> I bled through my pads Damn. twice. So you were having a bad game, and you were on two periods. Holy crap. No wonder why she's doing so badly. <laughs> Oh, that's why a woman shouldn't goalie. She well, can have two periods. Seriously, though, when my wife has periods, she go crazy style. <laughs> like, <laughs> stupid crazy. Yeah, I would never let my wife tend goal yeah. with two periods. No. <laughs> it was the wor- It was actually the worst. My team was mad at me. My, my coach was mad at me. Anyways, the point I'm trying to make is, like, the when you have people booing you, yelling things, everybody's looking at you, they're very, like... Um, into yeah. it mm-hmm. 
it affects you mentally. Yeah, and they get charged up. They're like, yeah. it's working. Yes. Yeah. They're well, like banging the, the glass and shit. That's the thing. It, you it, you get in your own head because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, maybe they're right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do suck. And then you start yeah. living the the dream, basically. Yeah. <laughs> living the nightmare. The, it's it happens. A, a living hell. And I think you can Google it if you type in like a Nisajama, like, Fort McMurray lacrosse. Specifically, <laughs> I've looked it up because there was a Dude. newspaper. Somebody wrote a fucking newspaper article about how bad I did. That's pretty. In a small Canadian town. Kind of awesome. <laughs> it, well, if you did, if you did super well, they wouldn't have wrote an article. That's true. Probably. Probably not. Well, that's how it works. Yeah. That's press. That's yeah. press for you. That's <laughs> damn paparazzi at my door. But anyways, yeah, that guy talking about wanting. To have a a world where you can fuck other men for wearing your last name. Well, yeah, it's like I don't know. It's so weirdly homophobic. It's I know like, it's rapey it's, too. Yeah, it's like it's like how why why are you going there? Because I, I get, just gave like a pretty valid reason. Like it's a little bit more respectable when you're like I don't want to be part of a team. I don't like people mm. wearing uh you know. Uh, different political parties shirts. Mm. It's like, yeah, valid. You can lump it all together if you want. No teams. No teams. Cool. He explored his thoughts <laughs> a little too hard. Yeah. Oh, but that that was the best part about it. Not the best. The fucking worst. Because as soon as he got done saying uh, this thing about being able to fuck another man, uh, him and the other guy hysterically laughed about it. Like, that was the punchline, and they were guffawing. And I... I'm almost certain that the other guy is, like, a major people pleaser, Mm -hmm. uh, and he just wanted to, like, not— Yeah, because he was being trained by this guy. When your trainer's doing this shit, what do you— you, you have another 30 minutes with him or whatever. Fuck that. So weird. It reminds me of um, something that really disturbed you, I noticed, was when we were watching Jury Duty— and jury duty. Yeah, the um, show where the guy thought he was on real oh, jury yes, duty. Oh yes, yes, yes. And there was that scene where like, I don't know the, what it, is it called jury duty. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. It was like the scene where the old guy just was like, "I'm gonna go jack off." Yeah. And then the guy was like such a people pleaser that he was like, "Okay, right on." Cool. He didn't say right on. He was no, like, and, "Okay." Yeah, but like, and then it just got like yeah. weirder and weirder, and he was like getting more and more okay with things that he mm-hmm. clearly wasn't. Yeah. Okay with. Yeah. Because of the peer pressure yeah. and weirdness of like the dudes around him saying like, "Yeah, we're gonna go do another odd thing," and he's just like, "Fuck, I." What what show is this? Uh, jury you'd, duty. You'd really like it. You would love Jury Duty. Yeah, it sounds like right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of those like. Uh, Social experiment Fuck. bordering, it's, like on trolling people. It's you would of. love it. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to like give too much away, but like where it gets like really weird is um, convincing him to like do something that is like definitely not socially the norm. Well, that was the whole show, basically. I know. It's like a bunch of that type of shit. It's kind of sad. Yeah. It kind of depressed me a it's bit. It's super depressing. Yeah. But it's also funny. I, I think... <laughs> not That's like... the thing is, like, I, I know that, uh, yeah, if you inspect it yeah. really heavily, then it is kind of sad yeah. how easily it is to convince people to do something by just, I don't know, wearing yeah. them down or being... Or- being normal about yes. a weird thing, acting like it's normal, and yeah, I that's think that's why I fucking love Nathan for you. That's what the yeah. thing that I mm-hmm. can compare that concept to. I just yeah. recently rewatched all of the seasons, and I was like, man, they should make more of this. It's show. a very similar concept. Yeah. It's uh, you, uh, the the premise is that one guy is, uh, on jury duty, and he's not an actor. Everyone else is right, and they're such good actors. They're yeah. very so fucking good. Funny. Yeah, they're all very convincing characters, and it makes you feel like you're almost watching like Community or something. Yeah. Mm. Like you're, it's hard to remember that one of them doesn't know mm-hmm. that he's. Yeah, I want to see more shows like that. I feel like yeah. they should do more jury duty esque shows, mm-hmm. uh, but I think they should be very careful. Um. <laughs> Uh, for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like a random person that you're kind of like. People are unpredictable. Yeah, like really unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I I was One reading is, yeah, about uh, wife swap, 
they had to stop an episode. They they never aired it because uh, during the wife swap, the dad beat one of the daughters mm. um, during filming. So like when you're filming with real people, like yeah, you just don't. That's the risk. Yeah. So I mean. And you're putting actors at risk, right? Yeah. Like you're pushing them mm-hmm. in directions that maybe they're not 100% comfortable with. Yeah. So there's always like that. Um, maybe I like the premise more and a safer way of doing it is like those uh, events that uh, are put on, like those like uh, horror slash mm. experience events where a bunch of paid actors basically take you through an experience yeah. and uh, you need to like, I don't know, like get to the end or solve the puzzle i like i I like reality tv as a concept but i feel like it's just become so like controlled Mm -hmm. yeah and scripted to the point where it doesn't it feels a little bit more like it's a stylistic choice than an actual agreed uh format observation and and i think that's because probably during (laughs) the early 2000s Mm. they were experimenting really heavily with a lot of these concepts and and they ran into these like moral dilemmas Mm -hmm. that happens when you're making like documentary like stuff yeah and they were like yeah we we don't want to bum people out we're trying to make entertainment so they just started like writing it basically i mean they were writing a lot of it back then too but yeah they were including a little bit more of the 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 iffy <laughs> the iffy right. stuff. But a lot of that yeah. stuff is a lot of my favorite uh-huh. type of trash television is the, <laughs> the, the I guess, like real shit you know so <sighs> So live streaming is basically that, yeah. right? Live like, streaming has basically it's taken over. I was gonna say the I can't believe somebody hasn't done this yet, but doing like a horror house live stream where it's just live streaming people going through the experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would be like super interesting. I think that's kind of been done. Has it been done? Yeah, it's just like I, I know don't think show they've done it. Has gone through a horror right. house while it's just, live streaming. But. Yeah. He keeps saying horror house. Horror, horror house. <laughs> it sounds too similar to whore house. Horror house. <laughs> it's a haunted house. Haunted yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess the experience. Now, a horror house would be interesting, I think. That also, I would think. Yeah, that would be People's interesting. People's reaction to that. Uh, yeah, I think what you're uh, hinting at or you're, you're, like you're trying to describe is the thing that we've talked about before where it's not quite a horror experience. It's more of like a... I don't know what's called. I don't know what the name for it is. Maybe when someone the actors, knows. There's like act. Your uncle was yeah. talking about that. Mm-hmm. That you can like sign up and like. It's a very actors. limited, exclusive like experience for like you know you or maybe you and a couple of friends or whatever. But it's it's meant to be, like, like everyone is essentially like jury duty in on the joke. Mm-hmm. They're all actors. And sometimes it goes so far as to say, like, you don't know when it's going to happen exactly, but, you know, it'll be a date between now and next year. I feel like something in my brain would uh, flip and I would go into psychosis. (laughs) Like, literally, if you told me something, like, you don't know when it's going to happen, but at some point I would be like, everything is fake. I think I would literally go into psychosis. I should really look into it because I don't, like... My uncle was really into it, and I was super hyped on it at the time, but it's, like, a very exclusive thing. Even Chris Ramsey was telling me about it because he's done. Really? Yeah, the magician. I wonder how many rich people do that all the time for yeah. fun. Hard to say. I don't know. I think you'd have to be a little bit more of, a, like, a, a weird head or an interesting rich oh, person. <laughs> like the glass onion. That's glass onion real life. <laughs> real life glass onion. Real life blooming glass onion. <laughs> Um, what, what were we talking about? How did we get here? Puzzles, uh, Ramsey. No, 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 that's not where we started. It's just a word association. Yeah. Um, but I, anyway, we, we can let that fucking rest. Uh, the new topic, uh, this was based on, uh, a comment that we got in the last video. Someone was very interested to hear our takes on being Seattleites and seeing, the barista, the bikini barista shacks oh. all over the place because it's a very PNW thing. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there's all sorts of mobile coffee shacks all around Washington and I think a bit in Oregon. Mm-hmm. There's some in California too because um, I used to see them there. Okay. Not as frequently, I guess, as here, but I don't uh, drive, so I don't know right where they are. 
Yeah. The ones that we've seen, uh, there's some, like, cute uh, ones that are just, like, the local coffee whatever. And it's, like, it definitely doesn't feel as, like, scary. (laughs) I, Um, yeah. My thing is, so, there are these little huts where, like, women are scantily clad and they serve coffee. Like, that's the gimmick, right? It's, like, hot women, coffee. Yeah. There's a lot of drive-through coffee places. Some in California were uh, one that... Uh, I went to a few times called like Black Rock Coffee oh, or yeah. something like they that. They pop up on TikTok live occasionally. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But there's just like small little things where it's like you're not looking to get anything more than coffee. Yeah. So drive through, get it quick. Yeah. yeah. Where I get really scared is they, they're alone. Mm-hmm. Like they're working alone. That's a shack for one person. And they park their car, car out front. And I just worry because like I very – for like a very brief amount of time – worked as like a Ian tells me not to call it this but a tub girl (laughs) (laughs) why okay in Alberta but you just stand in front of a tub full of alcohol and ice and people give you money and you're supposed to like look sexy while you do it you're trying to like upsell alcohol basically at like a tub at a bar and um I had to <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> we had to She'd get tell me this like or she like referenced it a few times now and I can I'm like, don't fucking say that. Don't say you were tub girl. People think you're the tub girl. <laughs> Whoa, wait. That's a fun internet fact. Lisa was actually the tub girl. I didn't know I that's just what we called it. But we had to get uh walked out every single night by security because there were some people who would get very lingery mm-hmm. and they would like try to follow you to your car. So like when I see these like shacks with a woman who what is it, yeah. alone and she also parks her car, like I've noticed, because it's smart to do. I'm not going to say it's not smart to do. They park their car in front of the shack so these men know when it's certain women that they really like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's that pink Tesla that's out there sometimes, and then there's, like, that Jeep. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, to signal, like, I'm here today if you want some coffee. But it's also kind of scary because it's, like, I'm here today if you want to fucking be, evil. be an evil person. Yeah. So, like, it, it makes me – I just worry. If I, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's super creepy. I mean, we've heard a couple of, like, crime junkie mm-hmm. uh, episodes where, like, a scenario like that is – like a reality yeah, it's like that's it can happen it's just creepy mm-hmm. you know you're you are alone and it's like really the thing that i think yeah the thing that makes it bad is like the like the fact that you are alone yes. it's like a deterrent is like yeah sure there's probably cameras mm-hmm. but that's not like enough you want the societal pressure yeah of like no there's a community here and if you fucking try anything yeah. and you get weird, yeah. the community, whoever is in the community, is going to be on your ass. I've never worked somewhere alone. I feel like the scariest like experience I've ever had was like working at Denny's because I worked the night shift from like 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. or something like that. And I was the only one in the front. Mm-hmm. And then you have the chef in the back. And uh, there was a guy that came in and was not... It was not a good time. And he thought I was alone. I think he, like, didn't realize, like, someone's in the back cooking food. So, like, the chef ran out and, like, started berating him. But, like, if the chef wasn't there, like, when you're you're basically in a box. Yeah. And you're, like, advertising, like, I'm alone. Because the vibe of of, um, diners in particular Mm -hmm. is literally, like, big fucking windows. You can literally see every movement. Yeah that the people in there make. Yeah. And it's creepy. I remember, is it, I want to say a scene in Nightcrawler was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Hella creepy. The fucking, like, nighttime diner vibe is hella creepy. It's I mean, I love it. Too. I love eating in there. But. No, yeah. But it's it was creepy. I was super scared. Yeah. I did not Very, like Very, like, voyeuristic. But, like, if I didn't have, like, the chef, I would have been fucked. These women don't have, they're alone in this box. <laughs> and a chef, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> Like, heaven forbid the chef's a fucking, like... Or, like, you know. out for a smoke or something, yeah. which, like, he used to do all the time. Yeah. Because, like, what so, are you going to do? What, what do we propose the solution to this be? I, my, I'm going to go out and say it. We should arm them. Oh! <laughs> put a big turret 
on <laughs> <laughs> like like you're in one of those defense games. I don't know. I me personally, I'm just like fucking let's look at the good side of all of the fucking automation that we've done in life. Mm. Literally pay fucking pay security to be there. You can yeah. afford it. Even yeah. if it's not that dangerous of an area, just have a guy like, and it doesn't even need to be security. No. It could be the Denny's guy that hangs out who acts like the manager. Yeah. No, I Do agree. Do we have a problem here? Something like that. Or two women working at, even like other, one another other person one, yes, yes. is better than none. Uh -huh. Like it's always one woman. Yes. They try to cut costs is yeah. the problem. And it's like, I don't know, you're going to make everyone feel safer. You're going to... Have your employees less stressed out because yeah. you have to serve people. Yeah. Right at that time, yeah. at night. So you have to look out for people being creepy. You have to serve people. You have to greet people who are coming into the door. Yes. Uh, and they're drunk. And, yes. There's so many drunk people. Like, I mean, coffee, coffee. Coffee. I was gonna say coffee's different, obviously. <laughs> but well, There's so I many, mean, so many hyper people. I will hyper. say. <laughs> I will say though, we've seen a lot of drunk drivers in Seattle since coming here maybe it's the time that we've been driving but like we've had yeah. a couple of run-ins we had to call 911 on a drunk driver when we were going to the uh airport he was almost driving like uh how cops do when they're trying to stop every lane of traffic on yeah. a freeway it was crazy where it's yeah. like that much swerving there's this bridge where it's one lane on one side one lane on the other and well and it's like two it's oh two on it's each. Three on each. Oh, it's, it's very right, but they're, they're narrow, narrow ass lanes. And this guy was like going into oncoming traffic. It was like four a.m., so thankfully, like there was no one there. There was no one there, but it was really. I felt like we were about to watch like the most horrendous thing go down because like all it took was somebody driving to like their mm -hmm. bakery job or some shit, and like it's game over. So like, we phoned nine one one. And I was, like, on the phone with this guy, like, telling him, like, what road this guy's on, like, how bad it was. Um, and the guy was like, okay, well, call me if there's any developments. And then before I got off the phone, I was like, no, he's, like, exiting to go downtown. So, like, this guy was, like, driving drunk, like, downtown. And so the operator was like, okay, we'll send cops out. And then I got a text saying that they didn't find him because they deployed an hour later. <laughs> it was kind of cool to discover that you got an update, though. I did. Yeah. I got an update, but it was like... I've never called 911, so I'm like, yeah. I have no idea what the uh, process is like, especially if it's something for something valid. That must be new, because I, I've called the cops on people before. Really? I don't get updates, but this was like 10 years ago. Right? Um, yeah, I got a text update. It, well, I got one text update that was like, um, cops are busy... Uh, we'll send out someone when we can. And then I was like, okay, they'll send out somebody in like maybe five minutes, which I still thought was like way too long, but whatever. And then <laughs> an hour later and they're like deploying cops. That's the text I got. <laughs> I was like, what? That's like a, like a alert that you get on the, on the, the game whenever you deploy <laughs> yeah. a, an airstrike or something. <laughs> That's true. It was so weird. And then I got another text that was like, uh, could not find suspect, blah, 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 blah. And we were like getting on the plane. I was like, "Oh, fucking great!" <laughs> the star, the stars went back to zero. So annoying. <laughs> yeah, he got a paint job. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy got a new paint job. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Fucking Grand Theft Auto, like pulling into like just the tiniest little fucking garage to get rid of your like wanted meter. Yeah. You're a completely different person. <laughs> yeah, you done it. Different car. Yeah, it only took two seconds to paint your entire car a different color. Um, Anybody else think uh, Grand Theft Auto is not very realistic? Yeah, that's my hot take. <laughs> what? <laughs> I heard they're making Grand Theft Auto 6 finally. Nah, that's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a podcast about Grand Theft Auto 6. Sorry, yeah, leave that to the fucking gaming-ass nerds. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'll leave that to, to yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the fucking coffee stands. Yeah. So uh, you, were, you were proposing to arm them, Dane. Turrets. Uh, with uh, you are proposing to arm them with turrets. We're gonna build sort of a, like AI turrets to yeah, fucking. Or like a, T a TF two sentry gun. Right, right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but, but, but that smaller sentry gun with like the checkerboard pattern on it. Right, right. Nothing too daily. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Just want to deter. Yeah. Um. Uh. And I said, 
just have a fucking more people there. Mm-hmm. You said more people there. Maybe another uh, wait, uh, waiter or waitress. Mm-hmm. Is there a waiter? barista? Well, you're saying that you you think barista. You think that they should have um, security guards. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. you're saying. I right? did say that. Yeah. But now I'm like, I don't know. No, that's good. I like security guards. Yeah. I think security guards get too much uh, negative press. Because mm-hmm. I mean, all Blart Mall Cop definitely like ruined the. Yeah. Well, he's a mall cop. Isn't that different? No. That's he's a secu- that's a that's a form of security, isn't really? it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Because like mall cop, I wouldn't call it a mall cop. Though. Well, he's a security guard. They call him mall cops as just his kind name. Of, yeah, that's like a different type. That's oh, like okay. That's a different way of saying They're policing security. the mall. Yeah, but uh, uh, anyway, my feelings on them is that like that like sure we might see it as like a cushy job or. Um, we might see it as like not authority, like a cop. You can't, you you can't kill someone like a cop can. I think you can. Don't uh, I thought in America that's like part of I it. I think they just have tasers. They might have tasers, but like, really? yeah, just being a fucking like that being someone's like sole job, I think is great. I think th- them not ha- like if every security guard in America didn't have to do work or mm-hmm. push people out of the store. I think that's a good thing, ultimately. I, I wonder how much or like how much more or less dangerous being a security guard is to being a cop. Oh. Because if you can't have a gun and you're dealing with confrontation right, right. in America, I wonder. It is nice, though, because I love the premise because cops feel like they can kind of do things with a little bit more like uh, they just have more freedom to do things mm. because that's like the whole purpose is like, you know, police the world, basically. Mm. And still fear the, in the, the hearts. US. Of, yeah. I mean, I, I think that people are just more scared of cops because they have guns, so you have to respect it. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah, like, there it's easy that. to disrespect a mall cop because you're like, right. ah, you're the guy that just calls the cops. You're not even, right. even going to do anything. But even still, like, just the idea that they have their domain, it's, to me, it's so much more respectable in a lot of ways than a cop because it's like, this is your domain. And that's reasonable to task one person with protecting this domain. I think for me, it just feels more honest because Uh cops are also just security guards with guns. Like they're there to protect property and money mostly. Uh They're not actually there to like Right, right. They're not going to put their fucking lives on the line. We learned that with Uvalde. So like what I just feel like a security guard's more honest like, okay, you're here to protect the property and the people that have the right. money, right? And you're honest about it. We know what it is. Mm-hmm. And it you reminds me a, a lot of, um, like, the difference between how a nurse treats someone versus how a doctor treats someone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Like, a nurse is going to intentionally, like, take a lower pay to do basically the same thing. Yep. Um, right. So usually, in my experience at least, they're a little bit more um, caring, compassionate. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, doctors, it's it's a high paying job. You have a pretty high chance of a lot of people taking the doctor job, not really caring as much about caring for people. Mm-hmm. Also, just become more jaded from more years of like having to pay a fuck ton of money to like work basically because like isn't residency and shit like super expensive like don't you you have to like go through oh yeah a fuck ton of schooling and residency and then by the time you're done as a doctor like you probably just want to fucking yeah you've already worked you've already worked yeah (laughs) i would be so pissy if i went through that 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 does actually makes a lot of sense yeah whereas like nurses like it's hard like i had a lot of friends in nursing i think the dropout rate for my university specifically was like 50 Mm percent it's very hard to do but like there's an end Mm -hmm. in sight whereas like you go into like becoming a doctor I remember, like, my sister's undergrad was kinesiology because a lot of, like, doctors and lawyers, like, it was very, like, prestigious. But you have to do an undergrad. So you do four years of something, and then you apply for medical school. And and when you apply for medical school, even if you have a 4.0 and you volunteer, sometimes they're like, nah. Yeah. So And then if you get in, on top of doing all of that, then you, I mean, I would I would be a dick. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean, so. it's it's work. But 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Our system is because it's we because I learned this recently. Most doctors are googling shit, not like actually googling shit. Like they're using like Doctor Google, but right. like I I went. Right. In, you're not a fucking dictionary. You haven't. Yeah, that's like, better. I, <laughs> I'm like dictionary. <laughs> I went in uh, to a doctor uh, a while ago, and he was like, "Do you have any heart conditions in your family?" And I was like, "Well, my sister has POTS." And he goes, "What's that?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I don't know. You, you are. Why are you asking me that? Why? Yeah. Shouldn't you know what POTS is?" But I like texted my sister, and she was like, "Yeah, it's pretty like new." Yeah. So like doctors have to like Google it. Yeah. They just they just made they just invented a new disease recently. It's I don't they just <laughs> they dropped a new disease. It's part of the expansion. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. They should nerf that. <laughs> It's part of the COVID expansion. It's part of the COVID expansion. <laughs> the COVID update. Yeah. Yeah. I hated that update. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like because like a lot of old people got nerfed. Because <laughs> 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 there's so much information and it's changing and growing. What's the point of making them do fucking 11, 12 years of of shit mm-hmm. if they get out of school and they're not even up to date like five yeah. months later? It's so stupid. I don't know. Not I. Hey, I don't know hey. anything. All about right. What All respect to doctors. Respect doctors and anybody in the care profession. But I'm just saying, it seems like a lot of money to be paying to sell, save people. Yeah, and it's just my experience that the nurses that I've run into have been very kind compared to the doctors. I've heard horror stories about nurses being the opposite. So yeah, yeah, just depends. Just depends. We're all human. We all have bad days. Uh, did you know that? Tornadoes are primarily a U.S. thing. I only know oh. that because I was lying in bed with you when you were listening. I just recently found out about that too. I don't even know where from. Maybe from the same place. Did you find out from TikTok or something? Yes, I did. I don't think I saw it on TikTok though. Oh, hmm. uh, well, it's probably just in the collective consciousness. Yeah, yeah. all of a sudden people are just learning about They're it. They're tapping into it. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm getting something. <laughs> Tornadoes, <laughs> very U.S. Shared discovery. Red, white, and blue tornado. Yeah, and it's also specific to a very small part of the U.S. Yeah. The yeah. corridor. Um, the tornado alley, as they call it. Right. Um, <laughs> do you know what uh, country is number two in terms of uh, tornado frequency? Country? Yeah. Kansas. Oh, country. country. Uh, Canada. I, I would, this is just a guess, Australia? Uh, I think Australia is an okay guess because it's like big and flat, but yeah. no, it is Canada. Canada. Was we? Oh, okay. My mom, my mom survived a tornado. My mom survived a tornado. <laughs> well, that's cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, of course it's second. It's so right attached. next to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Deadliest tornado ever recorded in Canada appeared on June thirtieth, nineteen twelve, in the city of Regina, mm-hmm. Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. I guess I would assume it would be too cold up there for a tornado because doesn't it have to be a little? Like the warm wind and the cold wind in the summertime, each other. It's a summertime thing. We get tornadoes in the summertime. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's like very basically wherever you have crazy thunderstorms, Mm -hmm. I imagine you can yeah uh, say tornadoes as well. Yeah. Um, Usually, and yeah, like I don't know. My mom told me this story about like she was like babysitting her my cousin. And the sky turned black, and she was like, "That's not normal." <laughs> the sky <laughs> turning black is crazy. Yeah. Started that seeing is like tendrils, a... and and then she got transported into the upside down. It's kind of. Oh, I thought we. I thought you were gonna do a hentai meme. I was not. I wasn't feeling that. But I'm glad that. <laughs> you, I. I'm glad that you. T- I hope that I don't come off as the type of person to make hentai. <laughs> and then <references>. tendrils <laughs> came in. <laughs> <laughs> I might look the part, but I promise. I, <laughs> I don't think you look like you're. You don't look type. the part. No, you, you do look like a film. That's bro, a though. that's an Anissa self-report. What the? <laughs> <laughs> um, you you look like a film bro, not a hentai bro. Right, it's the baseball. Hat. You look like you watch the deadliest catch. <laughs> you do cut, ca- yeah. If, yeah, yeah. If if I said to you like, oh, do you like movies? And you said no, I would be like, oh. You you like fishing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but anyway, twenty eight deaths, three hundred injuries. <laughs> cool. <laughs> why'd you nice Why'd you finger gun it? Twenty eight deaths. I'm just giving you the 
Effing facts. <laughs> 28 Jesus. deaths and three injuries. I wasn't thinking about what? doing the, finger guns. It's kind of shocking how low the injuries were. 300? Oh, I thought you said three. No, 300. Oh, <laughs> oh that, is inter- that is interesting, actually. Is the, I wonder if they're, that sounds like a Tom Scott riddle, is doing something like, yeah. in 1432, uh, there were 300 people who died and five people who were injured. What, what was happened? that? What happened? <laughs> what happened? I'm imagining him in his Gollum cave. <laughs> that's, that's good, actually. Gollum cave? Yeah, like, you ever seen the Hobbit movie? Yeah. So he tells riddles in his Gollum cave. That's like an iconic scene. Oh, I see scene. what you're saying. In his, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. That's fair. Anytime I, I think of riddles, I think of Gollum. Gollum. And so whenever you started saying Tom Scott <laughs> yeah. was telling riddles, I imagined him in a cave. Okay, that's fair. Eating a fish. Yeah, yeah. eating a fish. A fish. We're jumping around on all fours. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, I'm wondering what could possibly cause a lot of deaths but very few injuries. Airplane crash. Oh, yeah. Coaster crash. Yeah, True. Yeah. Yeah. Unstr- That's yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. Airplane crashes. Are- oh, I wanted to bring this up. <laughs> That's a good one. I wanted to bring up um, Sky King. Have you seen that guy? No. What? No. So you've, you've never heard of Sky King? Never heard no. of Sky King. So, Is he like Bushman? No. He's local to Seattle. What? Uh, the Sky King, He does. he's not around anymore. Mm. But basically, he was basically just, um, the story goes that it was a uh, disgruntled, or not even disgruntled. Just a random like uh, baggage claim guy who worked at SeaTac. <gasps> who stole the plane? Who stole the plane? That was in Seattle. That was in SeaTac. Oh, the guy who stole the plane and like went for like a joyride yeah. as his like last thing, and, and he, he was, was like... just like on the on the comms, being like, he was just like, oh yeah, sorry, I didn't want to hurt anybody or anything. Yeah. I just wanted to like have a little bit of fun before I take it down, and he like did. He like did a really impressive like aerial maneuver. He had no yeah. like piloting experience. He's like, yeah, I played a couple video games before. You gotta listen to the fucking recording. Wow. I've listened. You've never. Wait, you so he didn't to... die in the crash. No, he oh, did. He did. Oh, <laughs> he, oh that was crashed. the intention. He tried to. Yeah, he, oh. it was a suicide mission. But he. Okay. Uh, it's really interesting listening to the comms because he doesn't sound upset. He's just like, yeah. yeah, I got a couple screws loose. I didn't really know that until now, but yeah. I'm gonna take it down. Uh yeah, sorry. I got a lot of people who care about me, but uh, they're probably gonna be disappointed in this. But yeah, yeah, it's oh my it made God. me cry. It's, yeah, it's it was, actually really sad, but yeah. it's also just like really. I, I think it's really interesting, and I just just recently found out that it happened at SeaTac, so I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I didn't cool. know that. I didn't know that. That's where learning yeah. new things. I was listening to that audio, and like I don't know, similar to the boogie thing, made me cry. Yeah, and then I couldn't sleep. Yeah, the uh, that reminds me. Did you guys follow or hear about maybe 15 years ago now uh, the Barefoot Bandit? <laughs> no. No? I feel like I can't tell when you're making stuff up. No, that... no, I'm not making anything up. No, no he's serious. No, there's apparently like, I don't know how old he was, like 16 or something, mm-hmm. but a kid who like stole a plane and he was like, Oh. Uh, I think, I don't know where he took it or what the whole meme was, but. I think the the uh, at least the premise that I heard from the media was something mm-hmm. like he was like this fucking kind of super genius kid who knew all this shit. I don't know how it all panned out. I imagine he's still alive. He was able to like fly the planes, and I think he did some other like complicated shit. Maybe stole some money or something. Oh, um, but yeah. I heard about not a sixteen year old, but I heard about someone who stole like. 70 like it was some fucked amount like millions of dollars from a bank and then got on a plane like forced the pilot and the flight attendants to like take off and then took a parachute and was like i don't want to hurt anybody i'm leaving oh, yeah you're probably talking yeah. about db cooper that's like a really famous um like oh. incident yeah and they, and ha- they, they never found, found him. him yeah and a lot of wow. people will speculate that he just like uh died because yeah he <laughs> took his parachute and jumped out during a storm and yeah. then like just crashed into the fucking forest where yeah. I've never seen again. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. I was hearing about that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you tried to do some like James Bond level shit and just yeah. like crash and burn to the tree. <laughs> yeah. That's why Well, like... that's a hard thing to fucking plan out. <laughs> yeah. Like, you kind of, yeah, you imagine it in so your head well. like, oh yeah, yeah. it's yeah. simple. I mean, that's why like uh, watching Kirk Honda, something he talks about with like a lot of these people that do 
what we would deem as like crazy or unwell things like mass shootings and stuff like he was like the truth is like we can all make decisions at any time and like they can be whatever and it doesn't like necessarily mean that you're like ill it just means that you've made like a choice Mm -hmm. um and that kind of like opened up my i was like whoa that is kind of true like right like you could make a really dumb choice in like an like a moment yeah yeah, um, I get that feeling a lot when I'm driving. Yeah, I, I know. I could just swerve off the road and crash into the building at 60 miles an hour. Into like. the void or call of the void. Yeah. That's what that's called. It's just like really humbling to realize how much power you have over. That's just... true. Well, it's also it's, why I don't like driving. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Part of it I find super comforting because I'm like, we all generally don't do it. There's more I people agree. that don't yeah. do it than yeah. do. True. And obviously... A lot of that is self-preservation, sure, but, you know, even still. I think the golden rule is a real thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that most human beings want to be governed by that. I think it's, like, natural, but some people have it less than others, and some people are angrier. Like, I mean, you you make somebody angry enough, at some point they're like, fuck the golden rule, nobody's doing it for me, Mm -hmm. and then they, that's when you get into trouble, I think. Uh... I want, before the hour's up, I want to talk about uh, they don't wear shorts in Mexico. <laughs> is that what? Is that true? Generally speaking. Obviously, what? it's not illegal to wear shorts <laughs> in Mexico. You're acting like you were breaking horrible news to me. It kind of is like, horrible news. <laughs> they don't wear shorts in Mexico. Kind of cringe. Wait, no, that's not true. No, because yeah, because I'm imagining a Mexican person, and I can imagine shorts on them. Well, I was gonna say Think the about... gay couple on 90 Day Fiance. He's always wearing shorts. No, are they in Mexico? Wearing, or are they in Mexico? They're wearing pants. I'm you cannot sure picture their shorts. legs. <laughs> I can picture. No. I mean, to be honest, one of those is an American, so you have yeah. to get that out of your head. Also, they're gay. Which... So they take more risks with clothing? Y- y- they would, yeah. I'm Because uh, I'm speaking, this is from a perspective. I saw this on a TikTok because this uh-huh. guy said, uh-huh. uh, I've been here with my wife for however many years, and I uh, at one point I tried to find shorts, and, then I re- and they weren't selling any shorts, and they were hella confused about me you know, motioning at my pants and saying, like, can I get some shorts? Uh, and he realized, like, oh, wait, no no one wears shorts except for children and foreigners oh, on vacation. Oh, I thought you were going to say gay men because you brought up that they were gay. You were like, well, they're gay. So I, I thought there was, like, no. okay. I mean, I'm, you know, it's it's not a hard and fast rule, but I'm, br- I'm making a point to say culturally – that is a thing in Mexico, which I didn't know. Do you, okay, wait. So, uh, is it culturally a thing in Mexico to not wear shorts, or is it culturally a thing in America to wear shorts? Uh, Mexico. Okay, so just yeah. Mexico. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, we'd have to. I wonder look in at, other at countries. Other things. When I looked at the comments, there were a lot of Mexican commenters mm-hmm. uh, who, there was no one who was like saying, actually, we do that in Portugal as well. Okay. Um, and when I think about it, I picture like I've seen like a lot of Mexican day laborers like mm-hmm. really hot in the sun. Yeah. Jeans. Jeans always. Jeans That's always. True. Yeah. Jeans and, always. And uh, yeah, it made me realize like, oh yeah, like now that I'm thinking about it, I can't think of a of a situation. And when I read the comments, there was an interesting explanation that someone gave, mm. and I, I want to read it so I don't mess it up. But apparently. There's a guy who is a, I guess, an actor. I think he's a uh, children's TV show host, Mm -hmm. very famous, uh, called Chabelo. Mm -hmm. Chabelo. Um, And when I looked at pictures of him, they basically, one of the commenters said, uh, the reason we don't wear shorts is because of Chabelo. No. Yes. And the reason is, is because he's a TV, this is all like me trying to piece it together. Mm. When you look up some pictures of him, he's a children's TV show host. He wears like suspenders mm. and shorts and it's very like childish and goofy. 
And so because he's so famous and this is part of the uh, media and part of the mm. culture, people see it and it's like it looks a little goofy to them so in I Mexico, guess I think. It's kind of like this is like a uh, not a, an equal comparison, but like I noticed in Germany, obviously, they, they wear lederhosen like that's right. Like, uh, but you would never see somebody like sport lederhosen in a fashion sense here because our media has kind of like child, mm. like made it a child thing to wear right. lederhosen. Uh, well, I was, interesting. yeah, I was going to say I was, I came up with a, an American equivalent mm. uh, that is kind of like that, where it's like a person made something like a common, what could be a common clothing item, a little bit more uh to mm. wear um and i want you guys to think if you have any uh I have ideas one, in your head kind of okay say it uh well it's not clothing but um ninja with his blue hair mm -hmm. so now dudes that have blue hair everybody oh. just calls ninja like right. dakota olave right everybody said it was ninja and oh, true. destiny dyed his hair blue and everybody made ninja, ninja comments right so that's a good one that's what mine was a tr uh cherry red hats Baseball caps. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Do we know why? <laughs> oh, we can't, yeah, we can't wear, wear them anymore. Yeah. yeah. Trump, yeah. yeah. Trump. Yeah. That's true. Uh, the other one I had was um, suspenders. Yeah. Uh, that was going to be mine. Oh, really? <laughs> you son of a B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because of Urkel? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably. Or, or just like nerds, nerds I think. Nerds in general. Yeah. Yeah. Huey Herman, too, didn't he? Uh, I thought that, and I think that's maybe a Mandela effect. Okay. If I, there might, there's probably. It seems like the kind of guy who would mm -hmm. wear suspenders, right. though. Like, that's the type of person you right. associate with a suspenders. When I looked up Pee Wee Herman, it was just, and if I wore the clothing, you guys would be like, Pee Wee Herman's here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like fucking just like a gray suit, yeah, yeah. like a light gray mm -hmm. suit and a red bow tie. Oh. Uh, bow ties might also be, yeah. I mean, they're not the same, but. Bow ties, I would say. They're a little bit. Um. Yeah. A little bit childish. You'd associate it with it being childish. Yeah. Right. Um, I also uh, wanted to add before we finish, um, people were asking about guests. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to do guests, but we, we also live in Seattle. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> a lot of people that we would, like, invite on live in L.A. Yeah. Um, but we will figure it out, and like once we get more comfortable, we do want to have guests. Yeah, we just need to, I think, restructure the the table. That's like I think priority number one because we can we're going to be moving us in here in May. Yeah, well, May probably sooner. Sooner, but yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, either way, we have many months to do it. We're doing it every week. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll do it even more frequently. Yeah, but, but you guys yeah. are stuck with us until then. Yeah, well, you uh, were saying you were thinking about. Putting like a round table instead of yes, a I like table. the idea of a round table. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be easier um, to put guests on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it'll be cute and intimate. Mm -hmm. We can um, kiss. Well, we probably won't do that. Okay, but kazoo <laughs> tight, mazel tov. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think a guest, uh, having guests would be great. Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, yeah, I want to ask people some hard-hitting questions. Yeah, I know. It's probably annoying listening to us. Do you want to, I mean, I don't know if this is something you want to advertise yet, but is are there any guests that you have your eye on, maybe? Um, I want to get Ian's tease hairdresser. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Ian's hairdresser to, to I was thinking people the... that people know. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, we obviously want Dax on. Yeah. Right. Dax is a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. He's, you know. He's going to probably be here in, in a yeah. month or so anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Dax is easy. My parents, I think, would be fucking... Oh, yeah, everyone loves your parents. A hoot and a holler. Uh, I was also thinking the upcoming guest, Roman. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> Well, people have be... already seen the Roman episode. At this point, yeah. yeah. And we uh, this, I, this is the one where I'm like, I don't know how this is going to play. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how people are going to react to this one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's really... I mean, beggars can't be choosers in this case, so we're just going to... I think have guests on eventually. It won't be a common thing. I yeah. think we'll have to do it sporadically. So it's we keep, you know, the essence of the show. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be great to start, you know, bringing more people in. I think it'd be fun. And here's the comforting thing: I promise you, 
that me and Ian will never run out of things to talk about. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, because we've been together for like yeah. nine years and I we've know. never run out of things. We we literally never stop talking. Yeah. So that is our fucking superpower. That is our superpower. It's yeah. probably really fucking annoying, yeah. to be honest. But I'm excited though. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, well, might as well use it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why we started this. Why we we have to. Yeah, I feel like we have to. And people really, it means a lot to me seeing people say that this is their comfort podcast. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're getting people who get it, you know? Yeah. So. I like that. Uh, Okay, so just to wrap things up Mm -hmm. uh, as far as the, the meta podcast stuff. Uh, I double-checked some of the locations that we put this podcast out on. Uh, It seems like it's churning on Spotify. Thank Mm -hmm. you for being a listener on Spotify. It Mm -hmm. helps a lot. And, uh, yeah, I think we have, like, 500 listeners on Spotify right now. Wow. Uh, And it's churning on Amazon, although people don't listen on Amazon. Mm -hmm. But it's there. It's churning. Uh, Apple Music was not activated. So now it is activated. You can listen on Apple Podcasts. Cool. Um, and I think Google is pretty active as well, but I did get an alert, uh, when I opened the Google podcast thing that they're discontinuing the Google podcast shit early 2023. So you might want to start making a transition to something else, Mm. gamers. I think Google's always killing off shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to move over to Patreon. And thank you to people who are subbing to the Patreon. It means yeah, a lot to us. Yeah, we have a lot more topics to unpack and unfurl. Yeah, in the, in the Patreon, so extended version. Yes, so thank you for watching this episode of She Ruined My Career. Hasta la vista! Hasta la vista! Hasta la vista!